Hey, AfterBuzzers, if you're listening to this, you obviously already like podcasts, and I'm going to go ahead and assume that you like music, too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts now on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now, as well as other shows that AfterBuzz TV does on all your favorite TV shows. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcasts so you don't miss an episode, you can download them when you have the internet to listen to them when you don't, and you can share what you're listening to with all your friends. All you got to do is go to the Spotify app and search AfterBuzz TV followed by whatever TV show you love because we cover over 150 different series a week here. You can even browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Make sure you follow this show because you never want to miss another episode of AfterBuzz TV. Hey everybody, in this episode of the Riverdale After Show, we're breaking down Season 3, Episode 22, Chapter 57, Survive the Night. It is the season finale. Did we survive this episode? Are you happy that Alice is an FBI informant? Are you sad that Archie didn't wrestle a real bear? We're going to break it all down next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Uh-oh, welcome to the Riverdale After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Yeah, 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 we're breaking it down. Oh, look at that. Look at that, everybody. Welcome to the Riverdale After Show. Breaking down, as we have every episode this season. Yeah. Of the Rift After Show right here, Wednesday nights on the CW. Uh, I'm Frank Moran. Hey guys, I'm Sam Davidson, and I am positive about <laughs> this season Life. of Riverdale. Yes. Hey guys, I'm Elena Jordan, and I want more bear fights. <laughs> I'm Zach Peter, and I don't have any thoughts. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like trying to think of something witty to come up with the two of you, and I'm like, You're the Reggie of the group. No oh, thanks. Oh, no. At least I'm pretty. <laughs> Very true. As always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel while you're there. You know, leave us a comment or two. And, you know, Sam's got his computer up, has her computer up and running, Did which you just means that. Call chat- me a man? I'm sorry. It was a rough. Af- <laughs> it was a rough episode of Riverdale. So, uh, hop in there, share your thoughts. I know you're already inside there. Look at all these great thoughts. Uh, everybody's loving uh, this episode. They want to hear Sam's theories. We're going to get plenty of chance to hear what Sam has to think about this episode, as well as the whole season, as well as the rest of us here. So, Hello. before we dive into it into detail, uh, Zach, we go to yes. you. What did you think of this episode? I actually, unpopular opinion, liked it, but I think it's because I the bar I set my expectations ground zero level, and I just disregarded everything else we did this season, and I was just like, well, this is fun, and I just sat back. Hmm, all right. I mean, there were a few things I was disappointed with. I wanted to know who the bear was, and it's I never got It's just a guy. I kept saying it's just a guy. It's but, just a tall guy who knows Penelope. No, it we're going to do a twenty-minute episode, a twenty-minute section where we just dive into who is. Who is the bear. It just hurts my heart that we got the bear back, and it wasn't even the real bear; it was an imposter bear. And then we didn't even get to unmask him, but we unmasked everybody but the bear. That was hurtful. And then my only other note is that instead of wanting to bang Edgar ever and ever, I now just want to bang. Charles. No. Me too. Right. right. Ditto. Very nice. Elena? Um, you know, I <laughs> got so excited at the thought of the you guys she know did. we watched the episode together she and did. I literally stood up and slapped the table when I heard the bear noise because yeah. I was like, oh my god, they got the bear back. It's gonna be bear battle 2.0. They found the bear in the woods and he's gonna have to fight the bear. And it was just some dude. I was again just some dude. Doesn't some matter if we dude. unmask him or not. It's just some dude. Other than that, I actually i I thought the episode was 
fine. I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was actually a pretty solid episode from beginning to end. It just didn't feel like a finale to me. No. With all that we've had that led up to this, it just felt like just saying, literally saying out loud on the nose, tying up loose ends? Is that what we are? Doesn't actually tie up the loose ends of your season. You have to actually wrap up your plot points. Agreed. As well. So... That's the only thing that I didn't really like, is it didn't really feel like a finale to me. It's just another episode. I personally felt like this was some fan fiction, which, I mean, kudos to whoever wrote this fan fiction. However, this uh, was not my personal taste for a finale. I, um, I didn't love it. I have too many ties and connections to these characters. I don't like how they change every single second. And, um, but I am trying to, uh, release my disbelief, all of that, and just enjoy. There were several things I did enjoy, especially, uh, Charles. Hot AF. I mean, of course he is. Beautiful man. Uh, and I'm enjoying Alice's FBI tie, because that made me have trust in her again, because I thought they changed her character so much, and I loved her, so that made me happy. Uh, besides that, you know, um... It was fun. Oh, nice. Well, so we'll dive into the episode in detail. We'll also do our class president and class clown. And we'll round out the episode with a, a wee bit of news and gossip. So uh, let's just start off right now. We see the connections here at the season finale of the Black Hood, the Gargoyle King, and the power behind it all, Penelope Blossom. Are you satisfied with that revelation that these were who these people were and this is how they were connected? Elena? It made sense to me, but it felt like it could have been written in a way that it was more of a reveal and was kind of like a bigger deal instead of just like, oh, was Penelope all along? Well, let's go to the woods and almost fight a bear. <laughs> like, I don't, it just, it felt like it could have been written in a way that it was like more of a twist and more of a setup. To me, the corpse was a bigger twist than anything, and we already yeah. knew that it was dug up. So I'm like, so. Like, the way that it was shot, like, the show is so good about building suspense. I felt like that was one that they almost didn't put as much stake into as they could have. And I I don't know. I yeah. just, I was expecting a little more. I agree. Like, this was, like, your big finale. Like, this was your big chance to really take off the mask on who was really pulling the strings behind all of this. And it, it really did like it fell flat it was a a limp green bean like it just didn't it didn't have the crunch or the bite that i had wanted and then even her saving betty like her going and just buying betty from chad from edgar ever never like it was just also like and i i think the intention was because they really just wanted to get it to the forest where this was going to be their final quest and that was supposed to be the meat of it but like I mean, you've built up so much, and there were so many dead episodes that we could have really done something special and with And up this. until that, the organs were literally the meat of it. And yeah. now it's like, where are the organs? <laughs> organs are nowhere to be They're in ice found. chests running through the forest. And I also... <laughs> Lots of ice chests. I, I, I just have to say, you know, the reveal of Charles and all of that, and just of Alice and Penelope, I wanted... Penelope's reasoning to be deeper than that. Like, why would she want to kill those four kids? They didn't kill her son. Her freaking husband yeah. killed her son. That is, that it has nothing to do with those four kids. Those four kids are a victim just like her son was. 
So I found it just completely just didn't make any sense. To me, it felt like the issue was that they were writing, and a lot of the issues this season is that they're writing for the audience and not for the characters. Yeah. It doesn't not, they weren't have, writing for me. Right, well, I mean, I'm saying like they're, they're setting it up as like, here, wouldn't this be an interesting twist in this plot point instead of here's the logical conclusion and the backstory as to why these characters would act in a way that we might not have seen on the surface, but that makes sense for them on a deeper level. That's not really there. So it's literally just her being like, ha-ha, twist, it was me all along, now go to the woods. Well, when, when Penelope says to them, it's like, you know, when my Jason was killed, none of your parents came and said anything to me. Like, well, one, we hardly see the parents on the show anyway, so yeah. that doesn't really mean anything to us as viewers. And when they were like, they mocked me, and I was like, when did they mock you? Like, that doesn't make any sense for any of these. It seems like they're self-involved. Like, I could get, like, yeah, they would be like, oh, I'm sorry that happened, but, like... She's really trying to point the finger at everybody else when, like... Her husband's the one that killed her son, and then her daughter's the one that tried to burn down their whole manor and, like, had her lose her hand. Like, we need to look internally and realize, like, we're clearly not a good mother, and, like, you know, we need She's to... She's been playing with a lot of poisons. It's probably gotten into her mind. Which is also why I thought it was weird that, like, pretty poisons? Cheryl was, like, pretty poisons. Yeah, I was like, isn't that a little on the nose for your mom? And also, the chalice game is just with the girls. Can we stop poisoning all the girls in Riverdale? Like... <laughs> yeah. It's like, Archie, fight well, a bear again. They girls, you're getting girls, poisoned again. The girls don't have, like, sweaty, shirt-off fight scenes. Like, I think that's the only thing that keeps the guys alive. They have sweaty, oh, I'm reacting to this toxin. I, I, I will My say, dad's trying I mean, to kill me. we had our flashback episode and a lot of references to when they were kids. I wanted more of that, more of a yeah. deep-rooted thing, it, it, besides her being a child bride. What did she say? Yeah, she was sold into the Yeah, she that. was sold into as a child bride, which I was also like, when did this come like, into play? This is season one stuff. I'm sorry. This is season one finale stuff, not season three finale stuff. We've been through so much. Come on, Riverdale. Well, then they just started listing characters that have like been on this show, and I was like, what are yeah, you and then doing? They're like, you guys, we were connecting all the dots here. Don't so. forget how alliterative our character names are. Of yeah. course. It just felt like, because they, they introduced that this season about Penelope being a child bride to the Blossoms. <clears throat> I just felt like that, that was not enough justification. No. I mean, certainly that's a terrible thing for to happen to a child. Absolutely. Yeah, but go but after the Blossoms. Why would you go yeah. after these four randos in the wood? Like Something interesting in the chat. I, this is actually making sense, finally. Uh, Nicole O'Brien. Um, so, is Penelope going to try and resurrect Jason with the harvested organs? I'm out, if that's the case. Riverdale would have gone too freaking far. No, I no, think when she said... No, she's not going to put living organs yeah, in she the took, dead body. She took... Betty was her bulk body. Yeah. Yeah. I they basically, yeah, yeah, that was what it was, is what she was saying, and they try to make it seem like human trafficking and organ harvesting are the same thing, and that you can buy a living person from an organ harvester, and they're like, yeah, that's in bulk, we'll just have all the pieces that are fully functioning together. Yeah. I mean, I have no faith, I'm just waiting for her to, like, like put a bunch of organs into poor Jason Blossom's dead body and be like, so... Just no. can, we, can we get Sabrina to just come in? I, you know what? Sorry, guys. I'm just not going to let it go. They should have. They would have been good going the Sabrina route. It would have been yeah. so much better than this. I mean, maybe they will. We had like kind of a tease that 
too late. Next season, Jug care. may die, and if yeah. like Sabrina showed up because Jug had asked her to resurrect her dead his dead dog in the comics, <laughs> resurrecting d- dead Jughead would make the most sense to bring her in. Perhaps. Yeah, I feel like she's the only thing that can save it right now. Me too. Like that's we just need more mystical stuff to explain all of these like wild outlines. Like I just I don't understand why Betty's dad was like, I'm around just so we can come to this moment where we have to shoot each other as part of this challenge. Like, why, though? Like, why is it like you have to shoot me or I have to shoot you? The, why? Uh, I feel like, because that's the next thing I want to bring up, is Hal's character arc this season. They never really addressed him, uh, any of his motivations. He would always just speak mysteriously and then turn things around on Betty, but never once did we really get any insight to him. And, I mean, even what they did to his character last season, making him the Black Hood, would just seem like such a railroad of a character. that it, I, I felt no sense of like well, why is why is hell doing this yeah it just it, it made no sense like i was like what is his motivation what does she have on you that she's making you do especially when we've already seen that he's had this connection with his daughter yeah so now he's trying to kill her because penelope says to and he loves her like that's why i didn't like it just looked like chick was lost and somehow connected with the black hood which i saw coming but didn't realize it was going to be so anticlimactic like there was no explanation as to how chick and hal fostered a relationship and how that continued when with penelope and then why they're doing this for penelope like yeah i have an idea there's so many episodes this season and there were too many so why don't they take a couple as like personal just like exploration on some characters smart giving an inside look maybe into Hal's mind into yeah. Chick's mind Chick should have come back way, way earlier sooner. like um, I just think it could have been explored more with Hal. 100%. If they're going to write it, basically, I mean, and we've even seen it where it's broken up by chapters, which also ending on 57 is weird to me. Like, I'm like, just round it out. Like, <laughs> let's let's go by, like, 10s or 5s at least. Like, some, I don't, I don't understand why we ended on 57. But anyway, <laughs> um, if you're going to set it up that way, then yeah, then have it like a book where each episode is a different chapter that's told by the that perspective of a different character. So we have, like, Jughead narrating, like, his, you know, old-timey detective things, but then each episode we have somebody else narrating the beginning of their chapter. So this is their part of the story told from their perspective. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like we see the next episode the same time period, but what's happening with other people... You know, they then they would be able to fill all of the episodes and have it make logical sense, sense. And also have more of an emotional zing when these situations happen. Like, if you had three episodes in 20-something that were about Hal. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, I'm almost done with having ju- even just Jughead's narration done as a trope for the show. Because it doesn't really drill deep into Jughead's character. It just kind of sets a few mm. sentences to set the mood yeah. of the episode. Yeah. But it doesn't and just to have him purpose. say, like, it, just so they can be like, look at all of our word of the day calendar words that we use. Which, like, yeah. this one, when they said it was, what, like, devious, they devious. used completely incorrectly that I was like, what? Oh, yeah, was it devious deja vu? Yeah, a diabolical deja vu. And I was like, what are you trying to say here? It was weird. I don't know. Yeah. So we see at the end of this episode, or the end at least of the journey, Hal gets killed by Penelope. Because Betty just refuses to kill her own father. Just to have Hal explain why I need to kill you, Betty. 
Or why you need to kill me. Mm-hmm. Why would he... Yeah, I didn't why understand. Why? Like, why does he want to... We had this whole development of, like, him and Betty actually coming together and having a relationship. And you're exploding your dark side. And you, we don't like your mom. And, like, we actually had a relationship grow. And then all of a sudden, like, he gets out of... He uses her to get out of prison. And then now he just wants to kill her every time he sees her. Like... I don't get it. No. It and- doesn't make sense. He could have said, Betty, I love you so much. These are my last words to you. And you need to kill me if you love your friends. I've done this for you the whole time. You know, I've been trying to save you. Do this, please. Do this for the love of yourself, of your loved ones. You need to kill me. Cool. But not just like, I'm a jerk dad and kill me so you can feel bad about yourself the rest of your life. No, absolutely I don't not. know. It just it was weird. It just made me feel like I was watching the play in Adam's family when Pugsley is the turkey and he's like, <laughs> "I'm a turkey, kill me." Yeah. <laughs> like that's just what it felt like. Like I was yeah. like, "Why? Why are we killing you?" How? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, and so we get to have the nice slow mo reaction of Betty just reacting to Hal's death. And yeah, it's like, and then them being like, scared. "And your mom's gone," and she's like, "What?" Yeah, good riddance. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> we do find out at the end of the episode that, uh, and we start seeing it kind of subtly play in this one, is that Alice starts having as they go and they leave a scene. Alice starts having like a big smile and they kind of like, hmm. They start playing that a little bit. So by the end, when you find out like, oh wait, she really was an FBI informant this whole entire season, you're supposed to go, oh. Yeah, that's yeah just having Veronica go, actually, that tracks. Uh, no, it doesn't. You can't just say that. Like, you didn't come up with this idea until clearly, like, this episode or last episode. And also, as part of being the informant, being a really bad producer and reporter who has no lights and just walks directly yeah. in front of the camera while you're apparently rolling, like... Because that's the only way I could understand why she would still have that reporting job. Is they were like, oh, it was never real. Nobody was ever watching it. Don't worry. It was all for the FBI. I can see as a writer is going, after the effects of last season, that Alice would be in a mind space where if you wanted to do this farm twist as an FBI informant, yes, you could explain, uh, you could explain why Alice may look on the surface like she's into the farm, but is really doing something else. But I felt like to wait until the season finale to go like, mm. <laughs> she was a former And it's like dragged everything out so long that to then just cram it all into this one 45 minute time slot was like, like we could have you, we could have like had multiple developments throughout the season that would have really made more sense. And I'm sitting here going, okay, so how much of the FBI is in on, does that mean that Betty gets her money back? She gets to go to college now? Like her college fund is back from the farm? And where's they haven't lost their house. The like, house. they haven't... Yeah, like, is Polly in on this? Or is she is just... Is Polly nurse? concerned about they her babies that are gone? baby away to a murder, a poison murderer? Like... Here's one thing I have to say, though. I liked the Alice reveal. It should have 100% come earlier. It's as though the writers wrote this three episodes ago, and they go, wait, oh, wouldn't it be cool, actually, this entire time Alice was an FBI informant? However, I mean, I asked while we were watching, like, did she bang Edgar ever and ever? Because I hope she at least got that. But this is even worse, though, if she is just an FBI informant, and she's like... Oh, they didn't ask me to do this, but I sold my house and I gave my kids money away and then I just banged this guy. They're like, you're not doing this right. Like, you're not, that's yeah. not what being an informant is. Like, and you're not just is like, like mom, 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 what are you doing, mom? Does anyone not exactly trust Charles? Um, yeah, I mean, who knows? I don't, I don't know. I At and, this point, I don't trust any of it. Like, I'm like, he's like, oh, actually... 
I'm Jason. <laughs> You're like, what? I'm sure, like everybody on Riverdale, they'll have some other. He'll have some other agenda. How devious or evil or bad it is. Yeah, I think he has out. an ulterior motive, and there's another agenda, and that's going to be part of the storyline next season with Hiram and Hermione, and he's going to take down Veronica. Could could we just kill like a good half of them? And start over. Hiram? Yeah. Definitely Hiram I would like to kill. Oh, kill half of that them on the, the cast. show. No. Yes. I was no. like, half of which which no. one? Which guy are we talking about? Just kill a lot of them. Just start over. And maybe they can come back as ghosts. I'm totally cool with that one. <laughs> no. If we come back and they're like, all right, what is Hiram's ghost planning? I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to team up with the bear. <laughs> <laughs> The real bear or the imposter bear? <laughs> the real bear, the imposter bear is dead. Well, that's why his ghost he can team up with the imposter bear. He was by a high schooler who apparently was bone. totally... Fi- he literally got boned to death in this episode. Like, I was like, I see you, Riverdale writers. I see you. I just want to clarify one thing, though. When Archie did get attacked by the bear and has that, you know, <laughs> real, quote-unquote, sexy scar, which, you know, it's not sexy, by the way, that was an actual bear, right? Yeah, yeah that was, was a real bear, bear, and it, it was also a, real okay. sexy, well, you thought so. it was a guy in the woods? <laughs> I don't even know at this point. Like, what are they trying you to You thought it was us? another just dude in the woods who had the same Foley artist That's that right. sounded like a bear? <laughs> You're saying, though, that if, if you were with a guy and he took off a shirt and he had those bear mall but, marks, you wouldn't think that's, oh, that's sexy. You'd be like, oh, I think that's weird. hot. No. How, did, how did Penelope even know that he had, like, fought a bear enough exactly. to, like, make this a quest? I, I know. She I hired just, a bear. She knows so many things. And I'm also like, what man is like, yeah, I'll put on that outfit and just go fight some kid to the death in the woods. <laughs> oh, <boy>. Like, <laughs> And but, also, how... So we already so many questions. his whole face is already beat up from his previous fight. He's yeah. still healing. And then Veronica comes and gives him this big hug after we see him get picked up in thrown. the air and thrown against a rock. Every one of his ribs would have been shattered. Yeah. Our boy Archie got a little bit of a butt kicking. Hey, everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Uh, well, we start off this episode with our, our girl, Tony. She wakes up uh, back in the, uh, the Blossom House, you know, spills the beans to Penelope, then gets drugged, which, like, of course, is you see somebody that are kind of like, um, and then this, and you're like, all right, go back to sleep. That's fine. And she gets woken up later by Grandma Blossom. Thank God that woman is Nana still alive. Blossom. Yes. Nana. But what I hate, like, that Baby scene, it was just like, Nana. just speak directly. Speak directly to the issue instead of kind of like, what? Uh, the big hunt is on. Like, no, just, she's old. Just talk. Like, you're, you're yeah. Penelope's hunting your friends. Then later she does. That's, I'm with you, Frank, because it's after this whole thing yeah. where she's like, I don't know what you're saying, old lady, but I'm going to go save. I'm going to save, like, <laughs> yes. my girlfriend. I woke up. And then finally her girlfriend's like, oh, no, it's fine. I saved myself. And then Nana's like, I've been telling you, your <laughs> friends are dying in the woods. This is another. <laughs> would have been poisoned if you would have listened to me in my one good eye. Uh. I'm extremely disappointed in uh, Tony because they made her and her and Cheryl, but Cheryl 
is like moldable. Like she is, she can be bad, she can be good. But Tony, there was no reason I think for her to turn so quickly. And she, it, they made her so smart. They made her so stupid. Again, they are teenagers. However, this is Riverdale, and you know people can turn into bears at a moment notice. So you know who knows. Where's Reggie? I don't know. I mean, he was hanging out with uh, Veronica at the end of the last episode, and then probably smoking weed around. with the bear. I guess. Weed with the bear. Uh, so we do see that everybody gets invited to, uh, well, actually, before we get to that, we do see everybody gets invitations. And it comes over to Archie's house, and he's talking to his mom. And, hey, guess what? Uh, mom, you know, Betty gave me, or Veronica gave me the uh, the box in the El Royale. Free and clear, it's mine. That's great. But what about the two of you romantically? Hashtag that was the game. most what? uncomfortable <laughs> scene ever. I was like, why did you direct her to say it like that? She sounds so creepy. She sounds right? like she's picturing her child naked. And also, <laughs> your son, who walked out of the SATs, now has a business that he can own and run. All right, well, are you banging that Veronica girl, though? Like, what? How? It was so weird. What so I love weird. about having more of Mary, which we should have more next season, is that she just always seems to know just the right people to bring in to help the plot of the episode. Well, Whether it's somebody that's a boxing person from the military or it's somebody from the FBI. Oh, there's an old school friend of mine. They're in the FBI. They'll help you out. I mean, listen. Okay, great. I know that... I don't know what they're going to do with Fred, and that's a hard thing. And part of me wants to kind of give them credit, like, maybe, this was hard, you know. Maybe that's who they killed. God, no. You are just giving some dark-ass lines about Luke Perry. <laughs> you should have heard what I said outside, you guys. <laughs> but maybe his mom really is doing something, because why was she gone this whole time? What has she been doing? Hiram was gone a long time. He was doing bad things. I don't trust her. You I don't trust do not, Mary? No, I do not trust Mary. Of course not. Die. I trust Mary. She just seems so wholesome. She's 16 candles. Not anymore. She's just not, like, she's kind of just a crap mom. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry, just yeah. watching your kid get beat up by a 40-year-old man and then just being like, Archie, I know. <laughs> Like, step in and be yeah. like, no, stop beating up on my... I'm sorry. I don't think she'll ever be, you know, she'll never mom. completely fill the void of Fred, but um, I don't think she's going to be a parent like any of the other parents on the show, where mm-hmm. she's got some kind of weirdo Involved. hidden agendas or kooky backstories that are going to make them not a great parent to their child. I think Mary's has her best has Archie's best interest at heart, but mm-hmm. she doesn't well, always know the best way to... Say it without sounding a weirdo. Take some classes or something. It's but just they, creepy, yeah. Yeah. They, so they all end up there at, at the hunting lodge at the Blossoms. And uh, Betty comes down in her nice dress, and they all sit down, and that's when uh, Penelope starts laying out the plot, and then immediately goes into the big hunt. I would, I would, I was waiting for somebody to go, like, can we eat first? Because, I mean, you took all this time to set up yeah. this thing. I, I was ready for it to be a dead body instead of a pig in the middle of the yeah. table. Like, you know, I also would have been it. like... Let's let's get some of the snacky before we go. And also, how did you know my size? This dress fits so well. Thank you. Like, you gave me a free she dress that's perfectly tailored to me. I'm sure Edgar had her measurements. He was about to like chop her up. That's true. She bought that with her whole package. Yeah, but I'm. <laughs> you, have a, you have a dress too. Hey, do you have something pretty I can wrap? That I would really like to have this gift wrapped, please. <laughs> I'll purchase the whole thing in bulk, but gift wrap it. <laughs> and then pretty dress. So yes. they go on a hunt, and they all have to face things to make sure, like uh, you know, Penelope's convinced that oh, you will never survive this, but if you do, this will test you in ways you'll you know destroy your lives, like. These tests were terrible. 
But uh, we get to <laughs> we, uh, we get to the point where Elena's already talked about where you get to see where she find out that Santa Claus isn't real. That was like that moment you saw. That was so she was so excited and then so crestfallen when she has to go fight yeah. somebody from the past. Saddest I've ever been on this show. I was so excited. I think we all got so really excited. excited when we saw that the bear was coming back, and then I it's left just like out this. Of my seat and disrupted everyone at this studio. She did. Well, and That's I kept on saying nothing. Rip off the bear head. Who is this bitch ass yeah. bear? But I you were going to say band aid, and you said bear head, which is now going to be what I say instead of rip off the band aid as an expression. <laughs> just rip off the bear head. Do it. Zach, I know you're obsessed with who is underneath that bear head. <laughs> give me one. Give me one person you might even think is it somebody we've even seen before on uh, Real and all well, of the seasons. Well, the only one I thought of was Tall Boy because he was really tall enough to fit the. <laughs> I think yeah. he already died. He's but dead. Then he might. Like he's he dead. might be back. I mean, Chick died too, and so did Jason Blossom, and they came back. Well, I don't yeah. think just because they showed a tall boy that that means that tall boy is back. They showed a baby, too, that has teeth. That doesn't baby mean that teeth. baby teeth is back. Could it be Reggie? I, he's not that tall, either. He's not no, that it's tall. just a guy. She just hired so a guy tall. to dress as a bear and fight a teenager in the woods, and then Riverdale apparently work his real hard to come by, and they're like, fine, weird lady with the one glove. Hey, some people in the chat think that Reggie was the bear. I mean, no. No. Oh, no. no. Reggie was not the Reggie bear. Reggie was not the bear. Reggie grew four feet and then started grouting. Reggie out. has blue blouse because Veronica left him hanging. <laughs> what? And then he got him so angry. Yeah. Oh. So he did not bone anyone in the woods. Uh, so Archie beats that bear guy. They continue on and then he comes to spin the bottle. With a bone! You yes. left out that he the literally giant... boned him what to death with a huge bone. It was Who's a big bone. It was bone like a big bone. Hip bone. I mean, there's a must have the been hip laid bones there by... connected to the man dressed like a bear. Sorry. I guess so. Because Penelope must have laid that all out because they don't wouldn't exist right there in the forest. I don't think. Was Kevin the bear? Someone say was Kevin? No, the bear? it was Kevin, just a guy. Uh, don't even gonna... get to Kevin. Uh, I'm so You're sick get of to Kevin. Kevin. All right, we have a lot of things to say about Kevin. Me so too. next one, spin the bottle with uh, Betty and Veronica, uh, which I thought was just uh, terrible. Deja vu. Listen, spin I... the bottle, big bones in the woods. None of this is sounding like it's. These are the only comics really I cared about growing up. Was Archie, Betty, and Veronica. And I loved their friendship. And so this, I get they were kind of giving a hats off to me, people like me. But uh, yeah, no, I I, I didn't care. Like, let's kill each other. Like, let's like die for each other. I think if it really came down to it. And also throw that shit away. This is where I'm with Frank because after watching it, Frank was even like, why do they have to drink it at all? Couldn't they just pretend to drink and throw it on the ground if they're taking a sip and then throwing it on the ground? It's like... Yeah, idiots, like, just don't drink it. If you literally are told one of these things is poison, don't drink it. I thought Tony was an idiot for just drinking that rego tea that turned out to be poison tea. Me too. You literally have a note that's like, this is poison, you dummies. Yeah, especially when Penelope comes and goes, (laughs) they were all poisoned. Like, cool, then save that in your pocket and say at the end, like, oh, we tricked you. We never really drank this. We're totally healthy the whole time. Yeah, joke's on you. Guess what? And then when Penelope's standing there and Betty and her dad both have a gun, she's like, who's it going to be? It's you, Penelope. Team up, dad. Take Penelope out. High five. Oh, wait, you got a hook hand. Other high five. (laughs) Scene out. That would have been brilliant. Yeah, but Hal's character was just like so (laughs) murdered that like he wasn't ever going to team up with Betty. 
Uh, we see Jughead's battle is he has to fight Chick, and I thought that was kind of disappointing. We've already seen Archie fight somebody. Why is it that Jughead needs to fight somebody? I liked Chick a lot. I like him as an actor. I liked him as a character. They should have freaking used him for throughout a lot longer of this season and that wasn't that big of a surprise to us have him re-infiltrate and kind of make us even if we don't trust him just make us use that actor that character but they didn't and so I don't care once again and I'm sorry Taylor James in the chat said what's with all the violent Sam I'm so sorry um, I'm usually not a violent person <laughs> I feel very strongly I will say though at least the actor who plays Chick got to come back and have lines imagine being cast as Jason Blossom and they're like we're bringing you back this season we're going to show your mouth closed and you're just going to lay in a wheelchair like, like this and you're like cool thanks I've been like waiting what, I just don't like that they made Hal and Chick like end up being partners when they didn't like each other at the beat like there was yeah. no genuine connection that would foster this yeah. It would be like, oh, I like you so much that I'm going to kill my daughter. Yeah, or like, oh, you're part of my blood, and that's how we ended up teaming up to kill our daughter and sister. Like, he wasn't even really part of the family. Yeah, and you tried to mess with my daughter last season. But yeah. you know yeah. what? This time I'm going to take you under my wing and, and yeah. let you mess with my daughter this made season. made no sense. I just have to give a shout-out to one of my favorite comments, uh, my copy and, and pasting your guys' stuff, and uh, Gracie and Ryan says, someone get Penelope a stool, if you guys know what that means. I mean, she gets all of her men by doing, you know, you fairy, like, bad things. Bad yeah. things. So, you know, get her a stool. She must be really, like, very tired on her knees <laughs> all the time. So get Penelope a stool, which is clearly how she got Hal. Oh, there you and, go. And God knows Hal's not a catch. No, he's not. Like, no. that's a swipe left on Tinder. <laughs> Maybe he has Like, a really not even a go-back. Big no. penis. I think Hal has I a big doubt penis. It. Well, we he's like, our, I'll show uh, you my hunt. <laughs> we end our night in the woods with uh, I with the, the four running away because, of course, Penelope can't play by the rules of her own game. It says, sure, you survived the night and you got the antidote, but we're going to kill you anyway. Kill them. Kill them all. Luckily, Cheryl's there exactly. with the rest of the pretty boys. And so we get to see some nice arrow shooting scenes. The pretty scenes. girls. And pretty poisons. Pretty poisons. Yeah. That's what he and, said. Oh, yeah, I thought he said the pretty boys. I, I thought, thought the so pretty poisons. Poison. Oh. He said poisons. Yes. yes. Uh, but the boys are also very pretty on this show. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Except I, Kevin. I liked that. I was like, go get them. Yes. How's the happy? only thing is, is I'm like, Cheryl, you look real cool at the same time. Like, no camouflage. You need to get a better writing suit. Like, you need to get one that makes sense for the woods. Everything you have is red. You're basically saying, I am a target. Shoot me. Yeah. And if they have guns and you have arrows and you're in a giant red target outfit, how have you not been shot? You're not even, like, bobbing and weaving at all. <laughs> uh, before we get to our one of our last topics here, I know, Zach, it's our season finale. Oh, so know. you've got one last thing you want to say oh, to our boy. loyal fans. Frank, you really just know my heart yep every week <laughs> you just know guys the same way frank knows me i know you and i know that you love <laughs> riverdale and all the shows that we cover here at after buzz tv so be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can stay up with what shows we'll be doing next if we'll be doing any who knows stay subscribed so that you'll stay tuned and if you're listening on itunes hi itunes listeners how are you guys doing Give us five-star reviews because we love five-star reviews. There are four of us, but give us an extra star because you love us so much. For you. 
one, two, three, four stars for the four of us and one star for you because we love you and I love validation. So please give us comments, give us ratings, and until next season, thank you for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. Oh, beautiful. And, but before we move on to the rest, I think it's very important that we have a little conversation about Kevin. That's what we're getting to. Okay, good. So oh, we end happy. the episode. Ah. Yes. So we end the episode where they all rush back to uh, save Alice from Ascension. And we come into the room only to find Kevin sitting there amongst everybody else's neatly folded white clothes. And Kevin saying, there, they left me behind to tell their story. They disappeared. The, what does that mean? What does that so mean? So it means basically they moved to a different city so that they could play this on yeah. other people. But apparently they just secretly never really liked Kevin because they totally could have left a note. And instead they were just like... Oh, sorry, Kevin. One of us has to stay behind. Yeah, Meanwhile, it, all of them are like, I don't want to hang out with Kevin. Fang like, is like, yeah. I never even liked like, Kevin. I even like, like him. do they all stand in that room and go, all right, let's get out of our clothes. Kevin, close your eyes. <laughs> you are, we're, uh, and count to 100 and then open them I up. I think it was just and like... Was Kevin just supposed to wait there until somebody showed up? Like, what if nobody showed up? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, like, you're in just an abandoned building that, like, nobody was messing with for a long time. I just... I think that I don't remember what the exact name is of TV writers that essentially uh, LGBTQ characters they make them either the killers or the something and like they've talked about this a long time on Riverdale. This should not have been Kevin. This should have been another character unless they're really trying to make him a villain or trying to redeem him in the next season. Like it's extremely sloppy and irresponsible to make him this person. Dumb. It's because they want him to be in like I mean any of your main cast you're going to want to highlight in the next thing and if they're trying to make it where you don't see any of these other cast members but they still want Kevin in the way they could have done it is by Kevin figures it out or he like sees Saves something. And yeah, instead yeah. of just like, I'm sad they left me here. And it's like, oh my God, really, Kevin? Like, you were so annoying that the freaking cult left you behind? And where is his <laughs> dad? Like, I know. We see Cheryl yeah, name check to them. Dad? That did yeah. piss me off, too, because last time we saw his dad was he was just emerging from the shadows with like no lights on in the boxing gym, like, I've been waiting for you guys. And then he just like backs up into the shadows. I'm like, so is he just hiding in the corner of the gym for the past three weeks? He's like, cleaning the gym. Did not have any scene of him going like, yeah, Kevin's spending a lot of time there. I don't know what the deal is. Nothing. We get nothing to see how he's even feeling. So Kevin's a law. Kevin's dad's a lawman. And yeah. I'm like, he's just with Josie's son. Why would he come for you? Yeah, he's, a, he's a former lawman, guys. He's just a boxing coach now. That's all he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we end the episode with our, our beloved foursome in Pop's Chocolate Shop, doing a toast to never let any of this craziness get in the way again. And then we flash forward to next year's spring break, and we see... Betty, Veronica, and Archie covered in blood in their underwear saying, oh, we've got to burn all our clothes and never talk about this to anybody. I know what you did last summer, you guys. I mean, meanies with a beanie. Right. So that's how we're going to end the the season. Were you satisfied with the, uh, I mean, the tease ahead for next season? I think that it's basically giving Cole Sprouse an in or an out if he wants to do a movie career or he wants to die on this show. I think they'll have a nice first half of the season and then he can go whichever way he wants. I think that is what is happening. Sorry guys. It's nah, I don't think tonight. they'll get yeah, I don't think they'll get rid of Cole Sprouse yet. I think they'll hold on to him for as long as they can. Yeah. But contractually can they? it's like um They can contractually. And it's like Reggie's the one who's off making movies right now. Well, they all have their shots. Talk about the biggest Riverdale's 
plot twist ever that Reggie's the one making movies right now. That's true. Uh, and surprisingly, of the three, from KJ, from Cole, and and from our boy, uh, I can't remember Reggie's real name, Colton, Carlton? Reggie. 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 Uh, it seems like his would be by the one I'd be most likely to see in a theater, so... Do with that what you will. I don't know what you would even do with that. Will uh, do with that, but real quick, yeah, folks. he seems like the 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 douchebag on like Lifetime movies that like you think is kind of hot and you bang, but like you never want to. He's never going to be Brad Pitt. <laughs> well, who knows? Ten years from now, we'll be like, well, Brad Pitt over here. I'm sorry. Um, well, he's like walking in with his like nine Oscar, and he's like, "What'd you say about me?" Huh? Okay, you he's know like, what? Yeah, Zach, I, what did you say about me on that after listen, after show? I got saying any negative things at all, but I did interview um, Charles Milton. A couple, oh, that's his name. Yes, Charles. Oh. Charles. Yes, Charles. Uh, he had literally rose-colored sunglasses on in the shape of hearts, and it was at uh, the premiere of La- The Last Summer, which was KJ's movie, and he just, you know, he was a little bit IDGAF. Like, he did not give much of... Whatever. And, you know, he was nice. I complimented Reggie, but he was an interesting person to interview. He had a very um, big ego, and he was nice once I started complimenting him. I don't blame him, man. He makes, like, more money than I have ever seen in my life per episode to literally just go, Hey, man. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, get it, boo. Uh, real quick, we'll do a lightning round of class president and class clown, our final one for the season. Oh, man. And, you know, I know Zach loves it when I go to him first. Oh, my gosh, So, of yes. course, I can't break so tradition. Much. Um, okay, I guess uh, I'll keep it simple. Um, my class president is going to be Alice, because at least she wasn't that cuckoo magoo. Yeah. And she's really working for the FBI. And then my class clown is going to be Kevin, because he's just awful. And I feel like at this point, like, somebody needs to just kill him, of all people. <laughs> Ditto. I would say my class president would be Hiram because he's still running things from inside the prison. The only time we see his wife, like this whole episode, is for her to be like, hey, Veronica. Oh, nope. Dad got me. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mia. (laughs) And my class clown would be. It's so hard because I'm like, everybody. I'm like, just want to say the corpse of Jason Blossom because it's like, so sad. No, the bear. Oh, yeah. Actually, my class clown, my class clown is Penelope for psyching me out and making me think that there was a real bear and this was going to be Bear Battle 2.0 and she's just a poisoning, lying, you know what. I was like, where did the she find hunt the bear? The big hunt sounds very similar to what I think Penelope actually is. This is a G rated show. I won't Hello. say it, but. I'll see you next Tuesday. Said it earlier. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. We really? won't see you. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> my, my class president would be the bear. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it, <laughs> it, okay, the, the class president is... I. This is a very difficult question. It would be... Uh, Oh, Alice, you know what? I, I like seeing the storyline come come back around, and she wasn't against us this whole time. And also Charles. I like Charles. Uh, the mm. class clown would definitely be Penelope and Hal. Yeah. Yeah. Hal actually is probably a better one, because he was an idiot, and then he got shot in the face. Yeah, I think he should have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go with Alice and Hal, just because Hal, I feel like, it was a wasted story arc for that character. Yeah. This whole entire what season. the hell? What the hell, that's right. What the hell? Uh, real quick, folks, before we wrap up, uh, just a little bit of news and gossip here. Oh. After Us TV. 
news. So we know Fred Andrews left the uh, we he left, he left town <laughs> a few episodes ago. Uh, the writers decided they had already had the majority of season three uh, written by when Luke Perry's untimely passing happened. So they decided they were just going to push it until season four. So it should be addressed in the beginning of season four, and they'll come up with some sort of resolution to Fred's character. And they are excited about season four to go back to the books that inspired them, uh, like How to Get Away. Uh, what I, I know what you did last summer. That's going to be an ins- a big inspiration for next oh, season. Really? Yeah. I know what you uh, did last spring break. Yep. Yeah, just can't wait. Can't wait. There you go. So, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of the Riverdale After Show. We've done it. Another season Yay. in the can. Look how excited Zach is. So Look at him. Good, you guys. Hi, so, folks, thanks for joining us all season. We could have we, we could have done the show without you, but it, would, it wouldn't have been nearly as much fun. So thank you, everybody, for joining us every single week here. As always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And thank you, everybody, for hopping in the chat. Sam loved reading all your comments, not just tonight, but every episode she was here this season. And if you want to continue the conversation with any of us, Zach, where can they find you? I'm Zach Peter. You can find me at Just Plain Zach all over the internet. So please go and find me and follow me and slide into my DMs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan, A-L-A-N-A-J-O-R-D-A-N, and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. And I just want to thank you guys all so much for your chats, for your theories, and loving my crazy rants. However, they're not so crazy. This show is crazy. And I love it, and I love you. So thank you guys so much. And before we go, though, Elena was so kind at the beginning of the episode, before we even started off, to have us all sign a copy of the free comic book day issue of Riverdale. Ah, boom. Follow us on Twitter. I'll try to get another one of these bad boys. Have us sign it, and maybe send you one. Because right now, this is going right to the frame store so it's it can getting be, framed yeah. or you can send her kidding. one <laughs> or I'll be in a bag and board and I'll just say that that's a frame because perfect that's you know, right comics it works uh, follow me on, tw- on the twittergrams folks at Happy Go Jackie Zach's favorite handle he loves it so much yes uh, it makes so much sense it makes him that's happy right. so Go on Jack. brand uh, ladies and gentlemen we'll see you back here next season for an all new season of Riverdale right here on AfterBuzz TV fight a bear everybody fight a bear or don't <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.